station. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm Mike Henriksen in for Marco. Today, Mark will be on location at the SDSU game tonight uh, during the Dakota News Now broadcast. So that was going to take some time planning those. And he said, hey, does it work for you to slide in? It certainly does. And as I have said before, I not only do I love coming back and doing the show, but I also love the fact that when I do... I'm able to contact people I haven't talked to in too long of a time and catch up with what they're doing. And that's just what we're, we're going to do now. This guy travels a ton, uh, which may be the understatement of the entire show. But John Millay joins us from the Minnesota State High School League. John, first of all, welcome back to the show. It's been too long. Uh, it sure is, my friend, Mike. It's great to be on with you. I appreciate the everything you've done and everything you're doing. Where exactly did we catch you today? Well, I got in my car about 7.45 this morning. I drove three hours to Morris, Minnesota, uh, on the campus of the University of Minnesota Morris for a, for a nine-man football game. And it's a beautiful – I've never been to this campus or Big Cat Stadium before. So the University of Minnesota Morris uses this field. So does Morris Area. Great, great facility. Uh, artificial turf, of course, is one of about 110 artificial turf fields that high schools in Minnesota use. And uh, yeah, we had a blowout. The Hancock Owl defeated the Titans of Norman County. <laughs> John, John, hold on. I'm going to ask yep. you to find a little less windy place, please. Sure, sure. Okay, we got that. Let's try this. There you go. That a little better. Oh man, yes. Good. Yeah, I had my I had my earbuds in. I thought that might be a problem. Thanks for <laughs> calling me out on that. No, that's no, no so problem. No, so we just had this. This is week one of high school football in Minnesota. So this was this was a game that started at noon. Actually, the first game of week one, and I'll be at another football game tonight. And by golly, I'm going to squeeze in a volleyball match in between two football games. Then I'm going to. Get in the car and drive three hours home. <laughs> John Millay joins us from the Minnesota State High School League. He is the director of communications for them. John, first, uh, I'm going to get into sports, but first of all, to catch up, how's grandparenthood? Oh, it's the greatest. You know, we've got two grandkids, little kids out in Northern California. We hadn't have not seen them since May, but just days ago, my wife and I booked a flight out there in uh, early, early December. And uh, yeah, we can't wait. It's, it's the greatest thing, as, as all of us grandparents know. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, because you had just recently become a grandparent, if I remember correctly. So, the, the older one just turned four. Yeah, yep. So, so there we you got go. a four-year-old and an almost a two-year-old. We did a, we do a video chat every Wednesday night. We did that last night, and it's the, it's the best uh, 20 minutes of our week. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> you, and the fact you're able to get 20 minutes out of a four-year-old and a two-year-old, that, that says a lot, too. That's right. Well, our son, our son has figured something out out there. He kind of he'll call us while the kids are having dinner, so they're ah, kind of locked in. Okay. They're locked into their broccoli and whatever else, and then <laughs> by the end of it, they're running around the house, driving mom and dad wild as they should. Absolutely. John Malay <laughs> joins us here on Calling All Sports. All right, John. I I want to. We'll get back to specifics in Minnesota, 
But yep. last night in Nebraska, 92,000 yeah. people for a women's athletic yeah. event. That sends ripples everywhere, doesn't it? It's unbelievable. I watched a lot of that, and I, I knew it was coming, and, and you know, we didn't know what that final number would be. But to see that stadium, which is famous for you know Nebraska, Oklahoma football, and you know just Husker football, to see those people come out, everybody wearing red, to watch a volleyball match, it, it was incredible. I just you know if you'd have told me, I don't know six months ago that, that something like that was going to happen, I, I don't know that I would believe you, Mike. Yeah, it was amazing, and what a what a thing for women's sports to see that. Anybody who doubts the popularity of women's sports isn't paying attention. You know, and you and I are of a certain age. I wasn't necessarily paying attention at the start of Title IX. But when I go back and talk to people who were around, the limitations that they put on girls in high school yeah. when they first introduced it, we know that's, yeah. you know, a load of hollyhock now, I believe. Yep. But sure. but fifty years in the big picture isn't that long a time, John. It absolutely isn't, and I have a little different perspective. I grew up in the state of Iowa, oh, okay. where where they all girls basketball was the biggest thing going when I was growing up there. Graduated from high school in the seventies, right? Girls basketball, you know, across most most of the country in the twenties and thirties. Girls' sports were shut down because it wasn't deemed healthy for young women. Well, in Iowa, they never stopped playing basketball. They've had a girls' basketball state tournament for about, you know, 115 years. And uh, so I grew up, and the girls who I was friends with who played basketball, they were just as big and, you know, popular athletes as the boys in, in that girls' state basketball tournament back in the day. 16 teams would go to the single class state tournament. And, it always outdrew the boys' state tournament. It was huge. So the, the perspective there is a little different. But, but back then, the colleges didn't really have women's sports, you know, right. across the country, including Iowa. And now you look at, you know, Caitlin Clark at Iowa, the great basketball player, and what they just did in Nebraska. And, you know, the University of Iowa women's basketball team has sold out their entire home schedule <laughs> this coming year. So... Things are happening, man. It's good. It, it is. And I know that that <laughs> has been a push for the Minnesota State High School League. Now, remind us what sports are sanctioned in Minnesota in the fall. Well, we've got boys and girls soccer, football, cross country, volleyball. Uh, I might be missing one here. I, there's so many of them. It's, uh, it's confusing. We're going to have boys volleyball. A year from now, but we haven't decided, or the decision hasn't been made, whether that'll be a fall sport or a spring sport. I'm glad you brought uh, that up because, like the the GPAC, the Great Plains Athletic Conference, that uh, you know surrounds this part of the world, they have yeah. actual men's college volleyball teams, which I think is great. Might as well get it at the high school level, right? Yeah, I think so, and it's been a push here for several years. It finally was approved in the spring and it's going to be the big basically the big suburban schools the larger cities around the state that'll have boys volleyball starting at least a year from now i don't think the small schools like i'm watching two tiny schools here playing football they're not going to have boys volleyball because they don't have enough athletes (laughs) but the big schools you know have plenty of kids and some kids just want to play volleyball it's pretty big in the city schools in Minneapolis and St. Paul by some of the minority groups, the Hmong population. Right. Volleyball is like a national sport. I think a lot of kids who maybe not wouldn't be involved in any other sport 
are, are playing boys volleyball, and it's been a club sport for several years, so it's it's getting pretty well established. So that'll be coming down the pike, and not this basketball season, but in another year, we're going to have shot clocks. So that's another new thing coming around the bend in Minnesota. I can't believe we beat you to it on that, John. <laughs> By a lot. By a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, my, my old partner on, on South Dakota Public Broadcasting, Craig Maddock, he always said that our state license plate motto should be, we've always done it that way. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Same here, but. But yeah, but. but no, good thing, good things are happening. You're right, Mike. There's a lot of good things going on, as always, with high school sports and activities. I, John, a few years ago, well, during the pandemic, for years, as John Millay joins us from the Minnesota State High School League, you're listening to Calling All Sports. A few years ago, I had spent time, you know, most of my career urging people to be officials, and it finally dawned on me, I I actually became a registered official for DCLAM and oratory type of stuff. We're still in need of officials. It doesn't matter where you're hearing this, aren't we? Yeah, we really are. In fact, the, the five-man officiating crew we had for this football game I'm at, I know a couple of those guys, and I was talking to them. And I'm in western Minnesota, so I was just asking them, what's it like out here as far as the numbers of officials? And they do different sports, but they said it's not great. We always need more, and they, one of them mentioned it's kind of like young coaches. You know, you, you get married, you have little kids, and you give up coaching, or you give up officiating. You know, your life gets busy, and that's that's a challenge, but you know we we have to we have to keep trying. I think officials need to be paid more. I'm no finance person, but I think if we paid them more, that would help. And certainly, if they were treated with more respect, and and I think we're making head head headway there. I think I just hear from people around Minnesota and people I know in other states that fans are getting it. Everybody knows that you just you don't need to be that that fan that stands out, and and uh, so that's good. I do, but still we. We keep need to need to keep the effort up. Need to keep recruiting and getting the word out that if you love a sport or more than one sport and you want to stay involved, help the younger kids uh, become an official. Because yeah, one advantage right now is I I know some officials like in their second year of being a Minnesota State High School League official, they're working varsity games. Right. Because the need is there. You're not going to spend four years doing junior high and JV games. You might. You might be on a varsity crew pretty quickly. And yet at the same time, if you only want to do, you know, junior yeah. high and JV, they'll yeah. love to have you for that too. You bet. I know, I know several officials who are, who think, who believe they're past their prime. I argue with them on that. They, they don't care to do varsity sports, whether it's basketball or football, whatever it is. They love doing the, the, the younger kids and they, they enjoy it. There's less pressure on everybody and, and just as much fun. Yeah, and and by the way, I'm gonna guess that the uh, the five person official crew was among among the finest in the state. Uh, that has that fact has been tweeted along with the photo of the crew. <laughs> yes, indeed. John John is a great follow on Twitter. Uh, it, it, it's uh, is it MSHL John or is it John MSHL? Yeah. Okay. On Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at MSHSL John. HSL. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I, I leave that part out. Sorry. But yeah, John is okay. a, John is a great follow and a, a great promoter of officials and, and that sort of thing. So very, very entertaining. Uh, all right, John. So what's next on the horizon? I, I, we've got some ongoing, 
you know, discussions going on across the country when it comes to some yeah. sports. But specifically, what's on the agenda in Minnesota? What, what's the topics these days? Well, um, we're still kind of getting our, our feet cleaned after the pandemic. I think we're in a good spot. Right. You know, there were our, our high school league, our governing body had tremendous financial issues. But those are those are behind us. Things are looking great. Um, schools are back. You know, most, some schools are in session now here. The rest will start next week. And, and I just think we're in a really good place, Mike, as dark as those days were. I'll never forget how bad that was because we we stopped our, our girls state basketball tournament right at the midway point. We didn't have a boys state basketball tournament. It was crushing for everybody. Those were dark, dark days. We're way past that now, and things are great. And starting a new school year, which is always exciting. I always get hyped up. My wife sees me bouncing off the walls at home, and she says, "You need to get back to work, don't you?" I said, "Yep, yep, I'm going." So she was she was even a little astonished when I told her I was going to leave the house at 7:45 this morning, go to a football game, and then a volleyball match, and then another football game, and I might be home by midnight. She said, "She said, hey, old man, that's a lot. That's a lot." John Malay joins us here on Calling All Sports. Yes, I I know the feeling. There's a couple of times I was just going to run down to Omaha, the three-hour drive down for a concert, and then drive back. And about an hour and a half home, uh, I'm thinking that's a really bad idea. That I had, but, but I, yeah, we do things. We yeah. do we do not smart things sometimes. <laughs> That's right. But I, but I muscled through. You'll you'll get through. Just uh, oh yes, yeah. I, I, yep. I know where the rest stops are on the interstate, and I can make it. There won't be much traffic at eleven o'clock tonight. <laughs> Very true. So, uh, John, uh, this enthusiasm of yours is a. It's contagious. But b. You come by this honest. Remind people what you did for. The majority, I guess, of your your working career. Yeah, I was a newspaper sports writer and worked at three new newspapers in my home state of Iowa. Spent six years in Phoenix at the big paper there, and then almost twenty years at the Star Tribune in Minneapolis. And there, I covered everything from youth soccer to professional sports. You know, I covered the Twins. Uh, I covered forty Twins games some years, and and home and road games with the Wild and the Timberwolves, the Vikings usually in the postseason. And, and I, I think maybe I've got a unique perspective now that I'm back in the high school world, that, that I know what that's like, the professional world. I know the the uh, the weight that's on everybody, the the money that's involved, and that's why this is so refreshing for me to, to come back. I grew up in a town of 800 people in Iowa, and I was a you know multi-sport athlete and, and not a good one, but I sure had fun and and I really appreciate everything I get to see and all the all the great people involved with high school sports. It's just it's just the greatest little world I could ever be involved in. You know, one of the things that does my heart good, my uh, grandkids, sophomore, eighth grader, and sixth grader, are starting a new school. And one of the questions they asked specifically was, and it's a small town, is it okay here to be involved in athletics and the arts? And the answer was a resounding yes, which is not the case everywhere, unfortunately. But boy, you just, you want kids to try it out. Not everybody has to be the star of things. You just want them to experience being a teammate, don't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. And our kids, they're all in their thirties now. And, and when they were at a big suburban high school here in the Twin Cities, they did that. They were athletes, but they were, you know, one of them was a, ran the school paper and the yearbook and, and they did, you know, fine arts things. All of our kids were in band, marching band, 
orchestra and just a great, even at a big school, you can do that. It's, it's maybe it's becoming less that way, especially with athletes who specialize. But, you know, if, if a kid's only going to play one sport, if he gives up a second sport, that opens up a spot on the second sport for somebody else to be on the team. It's just, you know, we, we manage to figure these things out. We just want every, every student athlete, every student to have a great experience. And, and that's the best thing we can hope for. And I think that happens probably more than we even realize. Now, you mentioned that this is week one for Minnesota high school football. Do you have a week zero like we do here in South Dakota? We do. Last week we had eight <laughs> nine-man games. I, I only made it to two of them, um, about 300 miles apart, <laughs> one on the Iowa border, one up north. But, yeah, we have a zero week, which usually is just a smattering of games. And so now it's week one, and we'll we'll have a great football season, and we'll wrap it up with – state championship games at U.S. Bank Stadium Thanksgiving weekend. How how wonderful has it been that you guys have had an indoor facility? I, oh. I know there was a couple of years that that was not the case, likewise here in South yeah. Dakota, but uh, uh, I, that just, that makes life worlds yeah. easier, doesn't it? It's amazing because we, we generally had all our football and soccer state championship games and semifinals at the Metrodome. So U.S. Bank is built on the same site. So for a couple of years there, we had our football games at uh, what was then U.S. Bank Stadium, the Gophers Stadium. And it's fantastic. But it was cold, man. It was really cold. We had some cold weekends for football. So now to be back in that uh, NFL stadium that's, uh, that, that I think in the athletic, all their NFL writers recently, they surveyed them and said it's the best stadium in the NFL. And what a thrill, not just for high school kids to play there, but for for families and friends and classmates to, to be in the stands. And, and you know, when it's a Vikings game, it's pretty crowded in there. You come in for our high school games, you can move around. You can get a look at that place. It's a, it's a little more wide open than during NFL games. And yeah, we're really lucky. You know, we have hockey games, our state hockey tournaments at the XL, Center, XL Energy Center, our NHL arena, um, generally baseball championship games at Target Field. That didn't happen this year because – the twins were home, but we went over to St. Paul and played at the Saints Ballpark, <laughs> CHS, which is world class. And, and yeah, we're really lucky we to have these facilities in the, in the Twin Cities to do these things for these kids. And that's not the case in a lot of places in the country. You know, a lot of high schools uh, associations. I was talking to a guy from Kansas this summer. I think they have, I don't know what he said, six classes of football, and they have six football state championship games on the same day at basically the same time. At six different locations. Oh man, and uh, we're we're pretty spoiled here the way we get to do this. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to have you put on your newspaper man hat one more yes, time. Uh, are we seeing the coverage? And I guess the word is promotion because they kind of go hand in hand. Are we seeing the coverage of high school sports uh, like they deserve? I, I like to think so. The, that world, as you know, has certainly changed. There's, yeah. There's fewer newspapers. Some of the, uh, big, you know, medium-sized city newspapers in Minnesota around the state basically have a skeleton crew. And if you're like at St. Cloud and, and you want to cover St. Cloud State and a bunch of high school stuff, it's it's all but impossible with, with two sports writers instead of six right. or eight, how it used to be. Yep. So there, there's fewer people, but... You know, streaming has become such a big thing. If there's any positive from the pandemic, I, I don't know if you can find a high school in Minnesota that doesn't have varsity games streamed, you know, almost everything. 
So that's a good thing. That's not that's not like newspaper coverage, but you can watch the games. So yeah, I don't know. There's more websites popping up all the time, and some of them do a great job. But yeah, I don't I don't think it'll ever be like it used to be with with uh, you know a, a good newspaper basically in every part of the state that covered you know two or three or four different conferences. The the Twin Cities, the big papers, they just cover the metro area, which is part of the reason I, I like to get out around the state and publicize some of these other schools and teams that, that otherwise you might never hear of in the metro. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That genie's kind of out of the bottle. Uh, the media landscape keeps changing. Um, I wasn't trying to get out of it when I took this job, but it sure worked out nicely. <laughs> that I, you know, I, was, I love the newspaper business. I thought I'd either maybe retire at a newspaper someday or drop dead in a newspaper and son of a gun the minnesota state high school he created this job that i've got that's going on 14 years ago now and wow it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and i i tell people patience is pretty important i got my dream job when i was 51 years old <laughs> and it's, it's absolutely that a dream job well john <laughs> i can also think of no better representative for the minnesota high school league than you are and the enthusiasm like i say is contagious and the, the positivity that you bring to it uh, I appreciate you. I'm glad we were able to catch up. Let's not make it another two and a half years or so. <laughs> Sounds good, Mike. It's always good to talk to you. It's always good to hear from you. And I sure appreciate everything you do. All right. Take care, John. Safe travels. You bet. <laughs> John, John Millay joining us from the Minnesota High School League. Back to wrap things up after this. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. I'm Jeff Gould, and when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row, and they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit ComfortKing.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. 
For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Hey, welcome back to the final few seconds. A reminder, joingreatlife.com. Lots of golf yet to be played. Lots of fitness centers always making improvements. Great life. Go to joingreatlife.com. They'll, they'll take care of your kids while you're working out. I mean, that, that free time, that's, <laughs> I don't know what that's worth for crying out loud. That's, that's more precious than gold some days. So joingreatlife.com is the website. Hey, uh, thanks so much to Doug Johnson for joining us today. Thanks to John Millay from the Minnesota State High School League. Again, he's a great follow on Twitter if you're a high school uh, athletics fan. Mark is back tomorrow. Watch him tonight live on Dakota News Now from Brookings. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Don't miss the final weekend of racing at Houston Speedway.